Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode number 472. There are three U.S. states with an official state muffin. Any guesses what states have their own state muffins? Here's a hint. There are corn muffin, an apple muffin, and a blueberry muffin. Think about it, and I'll let you know in just a little bit. One of the things that has changed so much since we went to university, Hath, how long ago was that? I don't think we need to reveal that information. <laughs> over 15, under 20. There you go. But over 15. Back then, you could study abroad, but that was kind of the extent to spreading your wings in college. That was a known thing. Okay, you could study abroad. It was offered to a lot of people. But now with amazing online learning programs like Oregon State's eCampus, you're able to earn your degree while doing things you love, like traveling. Was that even a consideration in your mind back between 15 and 20 years ago? I, I knew I wanted to travel, that's for sure, but I didn't know how it would be the most possible other than traveling a semester abroad. Right, which which neither of us decided to do for various reasons, but we were not given that option. Like Daniel Robertson, who played pro baseball in the majors, hopping coast to coast while earning his bachelor's degree along the way. But Oregon State eCampus gives people that option. They're consistently ranked in the top 10 in U.S. News and World Report. They've got over 80 programs to choose from, which you can check out by heading to ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash peanuts. So if you do check it out, remember, head there through our link. So we get some love from those. Do you remember the mascot? I'm going to ask <laughs> you, you every time. You always do this. Why am I never more prepared? It's the beavers, The beavers. Right? <laughs> you don't need to be prepared. You got it. We get some love from the beavers over at Oregon State. So remember, the link is ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash peanuts. Lightning struck in an open plane. And we forgot this old city's name. See your breath on window pane. Let's just talk till it strikes again. On my way through, I saw you on my way. Okay, maybe our most interesting intro fact we've ever had. I was legitimately laughing out loud as I found this fact. I don't know how I found it. It just popped up and I thought, this is awesome. Okay, so we're talking about 12 states? Three states. Oh, sorry. I thought you said 12. Three states who have their own muffin, corn, blueberry, and apple. apple. Yes. Okay, blueberry, I would guess Maine. No, but that is a fantastic guess. The reason I actually found this list was because the state I was looking up for fun intro facts had a blueberry muffin. It's not Maine. It is another M state, though. Okay. I know. Uh, Michigan? No, but you're getting much closer, much closer. Uh, Okay, Minnesota. Minnesota has the official state muffin as their blueberry muffin. Yeah, I don't, to me, none of these speak to what I would guess. So for example, corn muffin, maybe I'd be like, oh, cool. Somewhere in the South. Yeah, somewhere with a lot of corn, but it's Massachusetts. Massachusetts. And apple muffin is New York. 
Okay. I well, mean, I mean, I guess you think of, of apples in apples. New York. I don't know. This is a strange intro fact for sure. And I mean, what is this? This just has to pertain to states in the U.S. And we're talking about we're talk- summer travel destinations for 2021. Summer travel destinations for 2021. I was looking up Minnesota for reasons that we'll get into. And I just saw this and I thought, oh my gosh, they have a state muffin. That has to be the only state with a state muffin. And I looked it up and sure enough, it's not the only state with a state muffin. <laughs> so I thought we'd have a little fun. If you guys got any of them, congratulations. If you got all three... We need to know on Instagram <laughs> because you might be the smartest person when it comes to geography, geography facts in the world. Like and, you got to be, yeah, baking geography. Fact, like you got to go on Jeopardy because if you got this, man. Uh, so yeah, New York apple muffin, Massachusetts corn muffin, Minnesota blueberry muffin. I can't tell if you're uh, nonplussed with this, if you're a little annoyed with this, or you think it was funny because I thought it was awesome. I mean, it's funny. It's just that you're the one who does the intro fact and then I have to guess. So I never get to be the one with the answer, which just has me feeling a little bit perturbed right now. Yes. All right. We will switch it up next. We'll, we'll switch it up then. The next couple episodes, we'll switch it up. Heather doesn't like not getting the right answer or knowing the answer. So when I throw it to her, she gives me eye rolls and she's like, how am I supposed to get this? Of course, I I, I, didn't I mean, they're usually pretty obscure or just unusual intro facts, which is fun, but not when you're the one who's supposed to be able to answer them. That's well, all I'm saying. I don't think you're supposed <laughs> to be able to answer. I think you're just supposed to guess mm-hmm. and have some fun with it. So are you cool with you come up with the intro facts for the next couple? Yeah, we'll it throw it back to Trav and see all if right. you can have a better success rate I, than I, me. I don't think so. We are talking <laughs> summer travel wish list today. 2021 summer travel wish list. Hath, you've done a lot of research. You've you've been knee deep in this, so you're you're kind of running this show today. Well, it's just obviously an interesting year because we're in 2021, and we are recording this podcast in the middle of May. So I know a lot of people are hoping to begin traveling again, but with COVID and the pandemic still affecting people everywhere, it's still an unusual and somewhat unsafe time to travel. So I wanted to make sure that we had the information about where people are allowed to go. Now in the US, of course, a lot of people are getting vaccinated and the plan is that 70% of Americans, um, adult Americans will be vaccinated by the middle of June. That's President Biden's plan. And therefore a lot of countries will be opening their borders to vaccinated U.S. citizens. So right now when recording this podcast, not that many places are open. So the way that I made my list is I have five destinations in the U.S. because as Americans, we can explore our beautiful country that's very large with lots of cool places to go. And then I have five international destinations, which the five that I have chosen, you can go to right now as of May 4th, their borders are open. I We will also link up to two articles One article is from the New York Times and it was published about a week or two ago that says basically the European Commission, the president of the European Commission has alluded or said essentially that Europe will open its borders sometime this summer for vaccinated American citizens. So that means the whole of the EU will be open at some point. But if you're not feeling comfortable in traveling or booking a ticket until it's completely secure, my five countries you can go to right now. So you can listen and book your ticket today (laughs) after listening and go to these five countries. But you can also, you know, take your chances and book something to anywhere in the EU, maybe for later in the summer, early fall, and it should be 
a go. Um, but again, I have five destinations in the U.S. that I would like to go to. Now, your list. <laughs> I just made my list of where I wanted to go, and I didn't give that much thought because I just said, oh, I'm just going to figure out where I want to go. Now, I went back and checked if you could go to these places. Mm -hmm. What's interesting to me is that there is conflicting information. Yes. Um, with so, like even on the yeah, like U.S. embassy site for certain countries, like some you can go to, but it's highly discouraged. So what does that mean? I mean, I, yeah. Anyway, so mine, don't book your ticket just from <laughs> listening to me and then say, I'm going to book a ticket here. Do your research first. I, I did a little bit of that, but I kind of just went off the cuff of, well, where would I want to be right now? Um, kind of eternal optimism there. And then I also have five from the U.S. I originally had five total. You said, no, I've got five from the U.S. I've got five international. So now we've got that. So what are we starting with? International first and then U.S. or vice versa? Um, let's start with international first because right. I just feel like dreaming a bit about going somewhere a little more exotic. All right, counting down, you're number five in the international section. My number five. And I did have some honorable mentions, but it doesn't oh, really no, matter. Oh, no, get into them. I am <laughs> well, sorry. Wow, you didn't mention that. <laughs> you just true. said you had five and five. That's true. Well, my honorable mentions, they would be on my list, except currently right now, you cannot go to them as of May 12th when we're recording this podcast. And that is Sardinia, which is an island off the coast of Italy in between like Italy and, and France. And I've always wanted to go there. It's beautiful. I think it would be amazing. We went to Corsica a couple summers ago and Sardinia is right below there. And I just felt like, oh, we should just pop down there and go to that island too. So that's my honorable mention. And the other one is an island that we have been to in the Mediterranean and that is Majorca. And we have a friend there. It's actually Trav's friend from um, college and she lives there. And she's like, oh, you guys should come over this summer. We love Majorca so much. I would love to go. Again, right now, not possible, but maybe over the next couple of months. So those are my honorable mentions. Okay. I, I mean, hey, I'm good with an island. Um, <laughs> all right. What's your number five? My number five is your favorite country, or at least one of your favorite countries that you always talk about being, you know, this off the beaten path. Republic of Georgia. Yes, because you can go there right now. It is on the list of approved countries as Americans to travel to right now. And... I just, when I was thinking about where I wanted to go, I still don't want to be around places that are extremely crowded. Not really necessarily because of COVID. I just don't feel like being around a lot of people and dealing with, you know, overly crowded touristy destinations. So I think it's just been a nice break from all of that over the past years. Like one little highlight, I guess, of the pandemic. But Georgia to me just seems... Again, so unique, not as many people go there. So you can have a little bit more of an authentic experience. Plus, it's like one of those countries in Europe. It's it's obviously a first world country, but it's not as touristed. So I feel like they could use, you know, a boost of tourism to help them. I mean, all countries could use that right now. I know. But I don't know. We love Georgia. And so my number five. Yeah, everything on my list is about being in nature or being away from crowds yeah. to an extent. Uh, and that goes for international and the U.S. ones. And I think that's just how I'm feeling. Like, hey, I know, I right? Just, like, <laughs> I just want to chill out, whether it be on a beach, yes. by a lake, you know, hiking through the mountains, whatever. Um, my number five, I, I debated putting Georgia on. I didn't. Okay. Spoiler alert. But my number five is in the same vein as Georgia. It's just somewhere we haven't been yet. And that is, if you asked me 
if I can go somewhere without kids, basically, and just like go on an epic mm-hmm. off the beaten path trip, here's would be my answer. Okay. You look like you're guessing. I so. will. I mean, it's definitely something in Eastern Europe. It's it's going to the stands. I was going to um, say Uzbekistan would have been my first. Yeah. Guess. So like some of this is where the research got a little funky. Some let you in and some don't. Kyrgyzstan is open to US. So let me just let me just say Kyrgyzstan would be the one I'd go to. Mm-hmm. My goal would be that I'd go to um, kind of all of them and, and trek around. Um, but yes, that would be my answer. If you said to me, hey, you can go to an off the beaten path thing. You don't have the kids, like you're just going to go and explore and not have any worries. That's where I would want to go right now. The reason it's number five is that also on my list, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm like feeling like a lazy traveler. So <laughs> the places that I've picked to me, maybe not to everyone, seem easier than some of the other places that have been on my list in, in past years where it was more oh my gosh, I want to go so independent mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I want it to be challenging and this and that. This would be the only one that I would say on my list or would be challenging. This is the most challenging okay. one and that's why it's five because I was yeah. like, yeah, I would take this opportunity, but eh, I'm all, you know, it would, I'm a little minutely stressed out about doing it too. So, um, yeah, the stands, spe- yeah. Sp- specifically Kyrgyzstan, number five. Well, I think a lot of people can relate to that, especially parents or, you know, we've been in a whole entire year of a pandemic. So everybody's been with their kids a lot more, have been more mentally fatigued. So we're just easing back into travel. So easy is kind of the name of the game right now. Easy travel. (laughs) Easy travel. Although, I mean, some people might disagree that some of these are easy, but they seem easier for me and, and probably for us. Or you could tell me maybe if they seem easier for you or not. You're number four. This country had to be on the list because... Had to be. Had to be because it's my favorite country. Yes. And they have been allowing Americans to come. One of the first countries. One of the first countries. I kind of wish we had been able to go (laughs) when it was, you know, no one else was there to see like amazing places like Dubrovnik without tourists. Yeah, without tourists because Croatia is becoming so incredibly popular because it's amazing and beautiful and there's all of these wonderful things to see, but that also comes with a lot of people. (laughs) So going now when there will be less tourists, I mean, you can still find lots of places in Croatia that there won't be a lot of tourists, but because there's, I mean, a lot of, most of Croatia is on the coast, so you can find lots of islands and more remote places, but Dubrovnik is not that place. So it's very heavily crowded. Split as well. Obviously a very Mm -hmm. big hub. So anyway, it's, it's my favorite country. I just think it's so incredible. The food, the people, the landscape, the islands. So, and they have the digital nomad or they're going to roll out with the digital nomad visa. So if you are able to work remotely and you want to go here for an extended period of time, this country will make it a lot easier for you. Yeah. And we do have quite a few people in our circle of friends and colleagues that we know that have spent a good amount of time in Croatia in this last you know, let's say year because they opened up quicker and um, it was just an opportunity to go to Europe when almost everywhere else was closed um, and getting to see there. I did get a bit of wanderlust or envy seeing a lot of their pictures, especially people who are in Dubrovnik who were like, look, there's no one else here. I thought, oh my gosh, now was the time, <laughs> but wasn't the right time for us and we didn't feel comfortable doing it. But for some people they did. My number four, staying right in that same region. And I, 
very much debated putting Croatia on the list, and <laughs> I swapped Croatia out for this. So when I make my list, and maybe you do this too, Heath, I'm like thinking of an experience and saying, oh, what's going to give me that experience? And then there's a few contenders sometimes. Mm -hmm. For example, I thought about Georgia, but then was like, well, let me go to Kyrgyzstan instead because I haven't been. But similar maybe type experience, you know, where you're getting off the beaten path and remote. Croatia, I thought, okay, well, and, and I, you know, flip-flopping here because I just said, oh, it had to be easy. Well, Croatia would be easier than this country because there's more tourist infrastructure, but I really want to go to Albania. I and knew so you were going to pick, continue. I almost picked Albania for the last one. Okay. Like when I was going to guess what it was, but yeah, you talk about Albania yeah, and, and wanting to visit. So we've got good friends there, uh, Jeremy and Kelly right now um, who have been there. They've actually been popping around. They were in, in Belgrade for a while. And then now they're in Albania. So, yeah, it's just been back on my radar a bit because I've been talking to Kelly a lot. She's redesigning um, our website at Location Indie. And so she's been doing it while she's in Albania. So I'm like, oh, this is, far, you know, it's it's back here in, in, in top of mind again. And, um, yeah, I just, I want to get there before it kind of blows up as a tourist hotspot or, you know, blows up relative, let's say. Uh, so, yeah, I just was like, okay, this is easy enough while being unique enough and different enough. I'd go to Albania. Yeah. But okay. I, I wouldn't hate you if you told me I had to go to Croatia. So. <laughs> well. Number three. My number three is a place we've never been to, but a country that we've been to. And it's... Sicily? No, it's close to the U.S., Okay, somewhere in Canada? <laughs> no. Mexico? Mexico. So okay, I, <laughs> interesting. Um, Puerto Vallarta or Sahuelita? Sahuelita, okay. So we, as you know, if you listen to this podcast, spent two and a half months in Costa Rica, which is a country you are allowed to go to. We were there in January, February, and some of March, and we loved it. We loved it so much. We loved the culture. We loved the surf vibe. Uh, Trav surfed almost every single day that we were there. And so we're kind of sometimes successful. <laughs> so we are looking for other places that are similar. And so we've heard really cool things about Sayulita. Um, Mexico is one of our favorite countries. I know we keep saying that we have a lot of favorite countries, but <laughs> listen, we're travel podcasters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, when you say favorite country, we're not saying top 10. Yeah. Favorite could mean 50. That's true. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Mexico being really close to the U.S. and easily accessible, you know, a couple hours on an airplane. So you can go to Mexico easy right trip. now. Easy like, trip. Easy to get into. And yeah, easy just, to get around. Exactly. So, you know, a lot of infrastructure there for people, you know, good accommodations, you know, easy for English speaking people to go there. So I really want to check it out at some point. So I also debated putting Mexico on the list. Um, the only reason I didn't, and I didn't do enough research to even check this out, was I just assumed Sawalita would be hotter in summer than maybe spring or fall. So True. I was like, well, maybe it would be too hot in the summer. I actually don't mind hot weather. So I, that it would actually, you know, wouldn't perturb me for or deter me from going um, to, to there during the summer, but I, yeah, I just like, eh, maybe it's too hot. All right. Yep, you know, they're, they're, when you're cutting a list down to five places where you want to yeah. go, everyone else listening could probably relate to this. Any reason to, <laughs> whether it's legitimate or not to <laughs> knock it off the list, you kind of just take because you, you know, in my head, I start with a list of like 25 places and say, well, now I got to get this down. Um, 
My number three is a place we haven't been to either, but we're supposed to go to last summer, and so I'm still chomping at the bit to go there, and that is the home country of one of our good friends, and actually one of the people who was just in Sawalita who was <laughs> sending me surf pictures and saying, you got to get here. Um, that's Mitko. You might have heard him on our podcast before because he did a destination diary of the country of Bulgaria. And so ever since last year, well, even since we started talking about going with him, and that's one fun thing is always going with someone who who grew up there, whose parents know it, you know, like a local. Um, we started talking about this two, two and a half years ago now, and he's completely sold me. And if you haven't been sold on going to Bulgaria, don't know much, go listen to his destination diary. It's one of the best ones we've ever done because he, he just knows everything about yeah. it. He, he, he explains why Bulgaria is so neat and all the different regions very, very well. And so, yeah, I just, I, I was really excited to go there. We're supposed to go last August. We didn't. And so I'm still really excited because it has the beach, and you can go to Varna and you can go to the Black Coast and you can go to some of the small towns if you want to get away from like the city vibe. And then it has amazing mountains and hiking and old, like some of the oldest cities in Europe. So yeah, that to me is a perfect combination of somewhere that I'd want to travel while still being able to stay away from people. Like give me the mountains and the beach mm -hmm. and, it, and you know, I, I'd probably want to pop through Sofia, the capital too, but maybe not spend as much time there. So I, I'm actually talking myself more into Bulgaria the more I talk. And <laughs> I I'm know. thinking, wait, maybe this is maybe this should be two or one. But yeah, great food, great weather, and it's supposed to be an awesome time to be there, just like when we were in Georgia in August and it was great, you know, similar type climates because they're right next to each other. Right. Yeah, I'm sold. I mean, I was actually just talking to Mackenzie, the girl, the woman who helps us with our social media, and she said that she was gonna try to go to Bulgaria with Mikko and his wife, Sarah. Wait, do we call her Mackenzie now or <laughs> no, Mac? No, Mac. Her, I mean, but her name is Mackenzie. Yes, Mac. her, yes. Um, yeah, she's like, oh yeah, I might be going to Bulgaria. I was like, wait, I want to I wanna go on this trip with all of you. <laughs> Mac, come on. Well, maybe we, hey, we just hop on. Yeah, EPOP trip to, um, to, Bulgaria. to Bulgaria. That sounds super fun. Your number two. So I actually made a mistake and my number two is not a country that you are allowed to go to right now, but I had it on my list. That's fine. My number one, you can't go yeah, to. So. Originally. And you know, because I want to go there so badly, but, um, I had it on there when I started this, my notes weeks ago. And so anyway, it's Canada. <laughs> it's Vancouver Island in Canada. And the main reason I want to go there is because some of our best friends live there and we haven't seen them at all throughout this pandemic, obviously. And we, I just really want to see them. And we love going to Vancouver Island in the summer. We've done it. Talk about an easy trip. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're very used to that yes. area. We again, have really great friends there. So that is one of the easiest trips when you're going to visit friends because you know you don't have to worry about so much right and we have gone there every year for multiple years except for 2020 and so I just really want to go back there and we love Vancouver Island and talk about you know not being around a lot of people it's you know Victoria is a beautiful city and there's people there but the whole rest of the island is a lot more remote and we've been to Tofino which is beautiful and there's good surfing there although I'm pretty sure it's cold and you would need a wetsuit but yeah still. And I think the waves are a little too big for me yeah. I'm still yeah, trying you never know it might be out of my comfort zone. so I just think it would be lovely to go back there but yeah as of right now in May 
you cannot go to Canada. But if you're vaccinated, maybe, maybe, maybe by the fall. Maybe. Who knows? Keep we'll your see. fingers crossed. Keep you fingers you crossed. want to know one of the weird things? Uh, I'm going to make myself sound dumb here, but that's okay. When you were <laughs> saying this, I was like, um, doesn't she know that's in the U.S.? Because <laughs> so often we've done the trip where we've gone out. Yes. We, we basically lump in the Pacific Northwest and we all... Again, other than 2020, we've gone out there for five years in a row and we'll go into Portland. We'll do a little bit of Seattle here and there, but it's usually Portland and Vancouver and Vancouver Island. And so it, it yeah, when you were saying that, I'm like, oh, okay, that's not international. I'm like, oh, yes, 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 yes it, it is. is. Yes, it yes, is. It is. Um, okay. So anyway, just there you, there you guys go. Dumb trap moment. Oh, yeah. That doesn't happen very often. So my number two is a place that I don't even know if you can go to right now or not. Uh, didn't even look it up. So okay. don't care. Let me here here was the theme. Let me hear it. Here was the theme behind this. I want to go to a Caribbean island. Oh, so, so much of the Caribbean is open right now. Okay. Like a lot uh, of the Caribbean. Me. I another dumb trap thing. <laughs> I don't mean Caribbean. I mean Mediterranean. I do want to go to the Caribbean too. Here's the thing. I looked up the Caribbean and I looked up some of the temperatures and that actually made me think, eh, I'll just go here in the fall yeah. or the winter. Okay. So my that's why I have it in my notes. The original was let's go to the Bahamas or the Caribbean. Okay. Looked it up and was like, oh, it's still doable in the summer, but I'd rather go and I'll save that for like the fall destination right. yeah, or sure. winter destination podcast. So then I thought, all right, well, I want to go to an island. Where's the next best place that's close? Let's go to the Mediterranean. Uh-huh. And so that was the theme. And right. I, my worker was right there, and I was going to put it on there, mm-hmm. so I'm glad you did. But I decided to put in a place we haven't been before, okay. and that was Malta. Malta. So just like one of these places mm-hmm. I've always wanted to go. Listen, if you subbed in Corsica, or if you subbed in Sardinia, or, or any of the Greek islands, or yeah, or Sicily, or Mallorca. My number one has a lot of islands in the Mediterranean, so we'll chat about okay. that. Okay, so you could sub in any of them. Yeah. I'd be fine. But I did go on to a, an article um, of the 20 best Mediterranean islands, mm-hmm. and you know, I was just scrolling through. I'm like, all oh, these sound awesome. But I, then I saw Malta again, and I'm like, no. It said best for value, Malta. And I'm like, <laughs> best for value. There you go. Always. With over th- with 300 <laughs> days of sunshine and some of the Mediterranean's clearest waters and the greatest density of historic sites of any nation, you'd think Malta might be expensive. Not so. Wow. So when I read that, I thought, yeah. yeah, I'm putting Malta on. Yeah. You know, the the origin of the EPOP story, travel hacking, you know, it comes back here full circle. How many years later? The value. Well, they said best for families, yeah. Mallorca, and then best for value, Malta. And yeah. so I, I was split between those two. The and two having M's. gone to Mallorca, I just said, yeah. yeah, let's throw Malta on here. Yeah. And our really good friends went there on their honeymoon, yep. um, which would have been almost 12 years ago now. But yeah, they really enjoyed it. Yep. So I think that would definitely be a place I would love to visit. Yeah. All right, your number one. My number one. International number mm-hmm. one. My international number one is Greece, but not the islands that we've been to. So Greece has so many islands, and it's really fun to take the ferries there. The ferries are beautiful. They're big. They're comfortable. Um, so And the kids love going on boats. So I think that as a family trip, it would be really amazing. But the islands that I would choose would be the lesser known islands or one really big island such as Crete, which is probably, I don't know probably, but a lot of bloggers and things online say that Crete is the best for families because there's a lot of things to do. There's a lot of infrastructure there. There's also so many amazing beaches, including this one that I just read about this morning when I was looking up best beaches, which is Elephanisi, which is a pink sand beach. 
and it's shallow and perfect for kids and it looks amazing. Yeah, Greece. Um, yes, please. I would like to go there. Um, then there's some other islands Great that are really food. Yeah, I'm dreaming good. of the food. Yes. Beaches are cool and I love beaches, but now I'm thinking of Seafood. the food we had and yes. I'm like man. Greek salads and yeah. calamari and just oh such amazing food. So we I I think we both really loved Greece. Like I yeah. had I had picked this destination as my top place to go to one summer when Trav picked Georgia and I picked Greece. And I think that you were just like, ah, we'll go to Greece. Yeah, it'll be great. And then yeah, I thought it would be cool, but then we loved it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's my number one spot. That's to go. when I was in my I need to go off the beaten path <laughs> phase. And I was like, Greece, come on. Everyone goes there. And then I went and I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Here's plus why. there's so many islands, so you can choose a lesser known island. My number one, and and when we first started making this list, this was just number one. It was the first thing that came into my head, and you cannot go okay. there as a as a U.S. citizen right now. Um, it is in the EU. I very EU heavy. Actually, all of mine, other than Kazakhstan, are in the EU. Um, I think that's because, or, or in Europe. Excuse me, I don't mean the EU. Um, and I think that's just because we we haven't been to Europe for quite a while, and going on the that easy travel mm -hmm. train, you know, Europe isn't that far from for us from the East Coast. So I considered Bali, I considered Thailand. I love them. If you dropped me there today, I'd be super happy. Yeah. But I just, I didn't really want to get on a plane no. and go that far. It, with a mask, with the kids, with the kids in a mask going 14 hours or more, 20, 30, no. Yeah, just, just no. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's why, I mean, some of these are a little more off the beaten path in Europe, but this one isn't. This is actually the closest that you can get to the U.S. while staying in Europe for other than maybe uh, Ireland airport, and that is Portugal. Um, it just was top of my list. I just, I'm craving going back to Portugal. We have a good amount of friends who have been to Portugal. Actually, the next episode you listen to, the next one that comes out right after this, my buddy Mike, uh, incredible episode, by the way, um, he has a place in Portugal, so he's popping back and forth there because he has some EU residency stuff, so he's allowed in, and I just was like, man, yeah. Like, just get me back to Portugal. It's a fun, easy Western European country that has incredible beaches. You know, you can go up to Lisbon and Porto if you want to see, if you want to be in the city. There's awesome towns. Wine so I, country. Yeah, just, it, it, to me, it was like, yep, this is my number one international. Yeah. And someone we were just talking to about Portugal, I, I, they said that there's the most amazing island south of, of Portugal, like a Portuguese island. And I can't remember who it was, but anyway, I definitely think that Portugal would be an amazing place to visit, especially the coast. Because we, when yeah. we were there, we didn't, we were one day in the coast, at the coast, because it was February. It was really cold. So we just did the city stuff. But the coast of Portugal is just wow. Yeah, the coast is awesome. The islands are awesome. We, yeah, there, there's a, I mean, for such a tiny country, there is such a, a lot to explore. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was Madeira that you're talking about, the island that's that's off the coast of Portugal, but that is getting a ton of kind of publicity for uh, digital nomad hotspots. It's actually, you know, it's actually off the coast of Morocco, but it's a Portuguese yes. island. And I feel like the person was Portuguese who was telling us this. So, I mean, if you know who I'm talking about, please let me know. I don't or if know you're listening you're and you about. were just telling about this in the past two months, then please <laughs> remind yeah, me who I mean, you are. So if you're including like the Canary Islands and stuff like that down there um, and, and all the islands of Portugal now all of a sudden, I mean, th those are like separate trips, which is mm -hmm. great. Um, even if you made me stay on mainland Portugal, I'd be more, more than happy. Um, 
So yeah, it just it just stuck out from the very beginning. And that usually doesn't happen when I'm making yeah. my list where there's a number one and it's definitive. And I'm like, nope, I'm not moving off this. Gotcha. That was it. So we're going into our U.S. destinations. And Heather is asking me if we should split this into two parts. So why not? Uh, yeah, I think maybe we should because I was thinking that maybe we should try to make sure that our podcast is not... So long. I don't know. Maybe all of you like when our podcast is an hour plus, but I just. <laughs> do they like it or do they not like it? Yeah. Like all right. It? What, what we'll do, our plan, change on the fly, was supposed to be, um, as you said, international and U.S. destinations. But why don't we just put a pause on this? If you like this one, come back for the next episode. We'll split it up. We'll make it so that this is. 30 minutes, a little mm -hmm. over 30 minutes. So a commute to work possibly, <laughs> or, uh, you know, one round of doing the dishes, maybe, however you listen to your our podcast. And actually, I'd love if you answered that question for us. We'll put it up. We'll get Mac to put this up on Instagram. When, like, when are you listening to the EPOP podcast? Yeah. What things are you doing when you're listening to the EPOP podcast? Because I know for me, and Heth, I'll ask you with this. For me, the only times I'm listening to podcasts, because we don't have a commute anymore, is when I'm doing the dishes, which means I don't mind doing the dishes because <laughs> I get to listen to podcasts, or when I'm just out on a bike ride, getting some exercise, um, or, or a walk slash run. I don't run so much, but a walk slash right. run. Those are like the only times I'm listening to podcasts. Um, Whereas before, the what got me into loving podcasts was when we lived in Japan way back when mm -hmm. in 2010. And I had a 45-minute commute to work, and I would always put in a podcast on the way and on the way back. What about you, Hath? When are you getting the chance to listen to a podcast? Yeah, I mean, probably also when I'm working out. I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts, actually. But we have started listening to a podcast of somebody reading children's books. Uh, so <laughs> Wit is really loving the Bookmarked podcast, and we listen to it now every single day. Every day. <laughs> it's great. He is great, but it's a lot. So guys, let us know how you listen to podcasts. We're going to end this one and we're going to come back right away and do our top 10 U.S. destinations. No, top, well, five each. Yes. Five each. Five, five each. each. Top 10 or, or five each, however you want to split that, um, of our summer wish list for destinations in the U.S. So we hope you like this. Two questions to answer. Follow us on Instagram at Extra Pack of Peanuts. One, we'll put up a sticker or whatever they're called of <laughs> how do you listen to our podcast. And two, then we'll put up where are you dreaming of going this summer because I want to see your wish list as well. That's super fun for us to get to hear that. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for the support as always. It makes us one of the top rated travel podcasts. You can get the show notes at extrapackofpeanuts.com slash shows. And until next time, everyone. Happy, happy free, free travels. travels. And we forgot this old city's name. See your breath on window pane. Let's just talk till it strikes again. On my way through, I saw you on my way. On my way through, I saw you, and I'll see you again someday.
I gotta go get a snack now because I see in my notes it just says blueberry muffin. Very hungry.